This podcast is brought to you by Clean Cup Coffee, 100% organic, non-GMO coffee delivered straight to your door. They're not just coffee beans. They got all sorts of coffee products from soaps to candles. Place your order today at cleancupcoffee.com. You got any questions or comments while you're listening? Feel free to use the hashtag RacesRecap. If you want to see the video versions of this podcast, check it out at RacesRecap.com. Look forward to chatting with you. Hey there! What do you say there, world? Welcome to the Races Recap. We are here to talk about Leg 11 and the finale of Season 30 of The Amazing Race. My name is Justin. I'm James Earl. And we are so lucky to have Team Extreme joining us right now. We got Jen in the house. What's up, Jen? Hey, guys. Christy will be joining us. Diana is in the chat room. Corey is in traffic. So we'll see how this goes down. The chat room is up and, and bumping right now. Uh, so please be respectful of the chat room. Diana is there blocking idiots and trolls. <laughs> so you're welcome to disagree. You're welcome to do all of that. Just don't attack any fans. Don't attack anybody. If you want to speak facts, go for it. But uh, don't be mad at the facts that I'm going to reveal tonight. So, I argue with facts. You can argue with your feelings all you want. Facts always win. All right. Let's get it on. Jen, before we get into this, how's, yeah. life, how's life been since the race? Life's good. Not yeah. quite as exciting as race life. I kind of wish I could do the amazing race every day. All I'm telling time. you. <laughs> and I said, Jen, I was at a restaurant a couple, I think it was like a month ago or a couple weeks ago. And I was sitting there just eating dinner. I looked up at the TV and it was like broadcasting some sports. And I saw you like, uh, like hosting or newscasting. And yeah. I'm like, Oh my God, it's Jen. <laughs> it's me. Yeah. yeah. X games is, it was super fun. I love that event obviously. And now I'm there in a different role. So, but I like talking too. So it works out. <laughs> Did you have any friends in the Olympics? I had a lot of friends in the Olympics. Yeah, both Christy and I. So it's really fun to watch now. Like four years ago when I wasn't there, it was pretty tough because it was like, oh, this should be me. But now it's just like, nope, I don't want to do that anymore. That's terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've watched some of your videos and I I would never be able to survive those mountains. I don't know how you do it and make it look so graceful. Just like, oh, with the video going and I'm like, I'd be like scared. Ah, get down. I don't remember a single day of my life where I didn't know how to ski. So when you do something that much for that long, it, it gets a little easier over time. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into it. Leg 11 is Thailand heading off to Hong Kong. It's just a million dollars. No pressure. Heading to Hong Kong, one of the places that we were lucky enough to go to. It wasn't that great for us. Uh, it was our toughest leg of the race to emotionally. And uh, it seems like it was one of the toughest legs for you guys emotionally as well. It was. It was uh, definitely emotionally exhausting um, and kind of just a little bit misfortunate. But yeah, I, th- I think that your team and um, and our team have a, lo- a very similar path on the Amazing Race. <laughs> yes. uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, so I, as you know, we we could definitely feel everything that you guys felt. So. <laughs> Oh, it hurt us just as much as it hurt you to watch. All right. So it starts off with other teams just hating on Yale. Like, we don't want them in the finals. Uh, we just want the three of us to be there, and nobody wants Yale there. I'll say there's something, and I don't know what it is. There's something the viewers, like us as viewers, are missing about this that I don't fully grasp. And I, I, I hate it because I feel like there's some story, there's some backstory of why this is going like that. And we're kind of just left in the dark. There's not, there's not really backstory. I mean, like there, there was no outright 
hate for Yale. There was no outright alliance either between the three of us. Um, But there was, we did all agree that we would rather go to the final together and that we would rather not have Yale be in the final because, and from where Christy and I were sitting watching the race as much as we have, and we know what tasks are usually involved in that final leg. There was a Yale tends to be strong in certain areas that we felt like they would be a bigger threat in a final. So that was kind of what happened there. And yeah, we just happened. The three of us got along great from the start of the race. And, um, and I don't think like Evan and Henry were as social with us until later on. And at that point we had already kind of formed bonds that we were going to stand behind. If that makes sense. It does. I gotcha. Uh, some cool stuff happening here as a little uh, airport drama or taxi drama. Team Big Brother, of course, pushes past Team Yale. And Evan tells Henry, you need to be more aggressive. Um, I got uh, yelled at for saying that um, a- Asian culture is not as forward or as aggressive uh, by non-Asians. Um and then I got the thumbs up from the Asian people saying, yes, that's part of our culture. So I think culturally that's not in him to be that type of forward, uh, like uh, outgoing type of person. Whereas Evan is just like, I think she was the one that should have stepped up. Evan didn't push past anyone either. Yeah. So yeah. it was a little interesting to me. And I wouldn't have been pushing past people or throwing elbows either because that's not what we showed up to do on the amazing race but yeah especially since they had a speed bump like and you're you're literally going to get in a taxi 30 seconds before them why why there's really no reason at that point to do it but whatever um that's part of the race uh henry speaks mandarin which i thought was going to be such a huge advantage and it turned out to be an advantage but i wouldn't say it was a huge advantage but it definitely helped them overcome the speed bump um and Typically on The Amazing Race, the Asian countries are where people have the biggest communication uh, breakdowns because even if you speak Spanish, you can kind of relate in some other countries like Italian and French. You can kind of get along or whatever. But when it comes to these Asian countries, if you don't speak anything like that, none of the words sound similar. So it's, it's can, I, can I say something a little bold and maybe it's a, kind of speculation. I think Yale lucked up by Big Brother, like kind of pushing past them and in front of them because Yale ended up with Henry as a taxi driver and he stuck with them the entire course. If you pay attention, like he was literally at the speed uh, speed bump, yeah, speed bump with them, cheering them on, and he was there every long way. So when you did that good taxi driver, like is going to be there for you, going to wait for you, take you from place to place, like that is gold. Yeah. Definitely was a huge advantage to have an awesome taxi driver. And yes, uh, whatever, he didn't speak, or he spoke Mandarin, he didn't speak Cantonese, but they're similar enough that you can understand words better than other people who'd speak just English. So for for the people in the chat room. Uh, So you're right. It turned out to be probably one of the biggest benefits for them on the race. Having a great cab driver is, uh, as as anybody who ran the race knows, having a good cab driver can literally make or break you. It broke us in, in China, so. Yeah. We, had our, we were broken by our Song Tao driver in Thailand. So, And then we had a great great driver in Prague, and he was a huge part of our success there. So, And I think you had a bad cab driver here because he took oh, you to the bottom yeah. of the hill here where everybody else <laughs> we, had, we had some challenges for sure. It kind of worked out on the way out of there because we were like halfway down the mountain already. So we just like sprinted straight down to him instead of like the road just wrapped all the way around this mountain. 
Um, so we beelined it out of there and, you know, we had, we're back in the lead for like 14 seconds or something and then quickly lost that again. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and this is where we get uh, one of many route infos along on this season. Uh, when you get there, you had to go up to the Victoria peak and take a photo. It seemed like, uh, Team Indy was like annoyed that they had to take a photo for some reason. Yeah, like, there were some technical issues happening with that camera too. That um, like, so they did get delayed. We actually, they held us from racing. Like after we got our clue at the next detour, they made Christy and I stop racing for several minutes to like even up the uh, playing field a little bit because they apparently were delayed waiting for him longer than we were. So, I mean, granted they were definitely a little over grumpy, but, um, but there was more to it than what you guys saw. Yes. And any fans of the race know uh, or behind the scenes stuff. If they're super fans like us, they know there are these time credits that happen along the race. And that happens for many different reasons. Like if a cameraman has to go to the bathroom, people always ask, what happens if a cameraman goes? Go? Well, you get a time credit or if there's problems, etc., you get time credits. And that's kind of one of the reasons they make you finish the race, even if you're hours behind. Yeah. Is that, is, that, is that a me, Justin? <laughs> no, no. That's that's actually a Jen thing. Um, for the speed bump, Henry and Evan got there, and they had to actually light these 40 uh, paper lanterns, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. It's a simple task. It wasn't that difficult, but I think for a speed bump, it, it was time. I think it was enough, yeah, it was enough time. Yeah, My yeah. whole thing to the speed bump is it just should be enough time to space it out. Like I'm thinking 15, 20 minutes for a speed bump is perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I think that was <laughs> – <laughs> it was a pretty speed bump. <laughs> yes, it was pretty. Um, yes, I, I also thought that this photo was going to come into play later in the race. I really thought that this was going to be part of the vinyl memory task. And if you missed something along, like they were going to have to be in that picture. And if you didn't pay attention to the, the thing behind you, but it didn't. So it was a little upset. But did you just at least keep the picture? Yeah, we have okay. a picture. <laughs> <laughs> like, is- it's one of the only real photos we have from the race. And I didn't miss having my phone at all, except for the fact that my phone is also my camera. And it was so sad to be in all these places and not be able to take a photo. So that that Hong Kong one is is cherished. I literally said that to uh, Bertram and Phil um, at the mat. And he... And, um, Phil was like, are you kidding me? You guys have the most expensive travel video ever in the history of travel videos. What do you need a photo for? Just yeah. but it's, so, it's, yeah. it's so limited though, right? And I like, I think, I think Bertram and Elise and Phil and everyone else for giving me this opportunity. But like the footage of you actually running the race, it's not, it's not, it's not all of it, right? So there's so many memories that get left out. Yeah. Um, and I just, I hate, cause they kind of fade with time and I hate it. And they're all action shots, so they're never going to be like, you know, the <laughs> prettiest. But exactly. <laughs> That's not uh, a photo for a challenge. So the speed bump went pretty well. Um, I love that Team Yale's taxi driver, like, ran up the hill with them and kind of hung out with them. He's just such a cool dude. Go, Henry. Um, detour, the hairy crab. Or, hey. Christy! Christy! There we are. <laughs> Yay! It worked. There I'm so go. excited. Welcome to the show. The other half of uh, Team Extreme, our favorite team of the season. I'm, I'll say it's one of my favorite teams of recent times. Like Aww. completely, I'm serious. Oh, definitely. Thanks. Yeah, hands down, uh, should be on the top ten of everybody's favorite. I mean, you literally didn't do anything that somebody should be mad at. 
like nothing. And that's hard to do. <laughs> Even the times that you guys argued, you guys were like cool with each other right after. So it was pretty patient. <laughs> 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 yeah, and we're going to get into that patience later with Phil as uh, I wanted to smack Phil in his mouth a couple times. It's like, Phil, just shut your mouth for a second. You know what I mean? Like, shut up. We'll get to that later. <laughs> All right. We're at the detour. Harry, uh, Harry Crab or uh, Grub Grab? Uh this one? <sighs> All right. So they had to wrap 50 crabs the traditional way, or you had to take, uh, I think it was eight or six or uh, it was eight orders in, uh, in Chinese and deliver them to the right. Now, this is a, a classic, uh, amazing race task that I would always try to avoid. So I would have definitely went with the crabs just because of my knowledge of the race. Yeah. Uh, James Earl, what would you have done? So you know how I feel about foreign languages because I rapped for four hours. Um, so we would have definitely done Harry Crab. Yeah. yeah. And it, it seemed like the actually the other one, they were more lenient with the judging um, or, I mean, or they made it more easier with the phonetics, well, having the phonetics spelled out. They also them. tell you which ones you get right and which ones you get wrong, which like normally you're just completely yes! out to dry and you're like, uh, well, I don't know what's right or wrong. And so... That would have taken a lot longer for them to figure out if they didn't know which ones they had right or wrong. Always, always, always have a problem when the judges tell you what you did wrong. That's like they didn't do that in the past. Why are they doing it now? I don't get it. Uh, whatever. So uh, <laughs> the hairy crabs looked like it was pretty tough. Team Indy was scared of the crabs, which really. Connor got bit so many times while we were there. Uh, but like... it, it frustrated me so much. It's like, dude. <laughs> You're a man. I man. It's going to bite you. I didn't see blood. Like, if you're bleeding every time, I get it. But if it's just pinching you, it's like, shut up and deal with it. Like, it's a million dollars. Grab the crab, wrap yeah. his stuff in it, and just yeah. do it. Like, I didn't see you guys complaining once. No, you know, I, I mean, by the time Jen and I were done, we probably wrapped at least 30 each because we did so many of them wrong. <laughs> probably more. Yeah. Um, and I didn't get bit once and Jen got bit once. So how Connor got bit like three times in the first two minutes of being there. I, 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 <laughs> I was watching, they must not have like watched the demo because they didn't even know how to like pick the crab up and like tuck the legs in. They were, it, they were a mess. <laughs> I was like, something was up within this sled, and you could just tell from start to finish, like something uh, was just, it was a different team that I had seen all season. Yeah, it, it was definitely not their finest of moments. Um, it didn't seem to be uh, the strong team that they represented throughout the rest of the race, uh, especially this whole leg, actually. I, I would have thought they just got off to a rough start. They made it to the pavilion easily, but then um, they switched detours, so they were stressed. And they arrived at the next door detour to see that um, Henry had some language skills that were going to benefit him there. So I'm sure they went from frustration to frustration. Um it should have lightened after they left the next de the next challenge, though, I would have thought. And they realized that they were ahead of two other teams. Right. Yeah, and I was super impressed with uh, Connor and his ability to actually get out of that task pretty fast. Um, yeah. it, it was one of – those are usually one of the toughest tasks of the season, and it seemed like they did it pretty easily, both of them. I mean, Henry, of course, had that little Cantonese that helped or just the phonetically being able to – get the words like they spoke so fast <laughs> oh yeah that was crazy 
Yeah. Um, Team Big Brother, let's see, what do we got here? So Team Big Brother just says they should have switched, uh, and she's having a lot of issues, but Cody just buckles down and gets things done like he's done all season. I'm going to say this, though, because this is different from last week. Last week I, on this podcast, I told – the world that Jessica needed to like go beyond herself on grosser tasks that she found gross. And I felt like with this one, at least she did. And I have to do credit where credit's due. You see her picking up the crabs. You see her trying to do stuff that she had in the previous leads when it was dealing with like the frogs and the scorpions, like she wasn't going beyond herself. And in this one she did. So I have to give her credit. Yeah. I guess you can. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if she actually wrapped any of them, but she tried, I guess we'll give her that. Christy, what is skier thumbs? Oh, gosh. Um, do you really want to know? Do it. Do it. I don't know. You just kept saying skier thumbs. I was looking at your fingers. I was like, they just look like they're little fans. Um, so it's a common injury. Um, doctors actually call it skier thumb. Um, skiers, you hold, you hold poles. And a lot of times if you take crazy falls like we did all the time you hold your pole and your hand hits the ground and it just rips your thumb straight backwards uh, <laughs> oh, oh. so it's like permanent it's like a permanent there's a great there's a great bonus video you have to watch i, I have um no ligaments in my thumbs Oh, wow. So I never got the surgery because I don't want to stop doing things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I probably and, and they're functional for most things, but I'm, I'm not used to tying up crabs. There you go. Maybe if it was my normal profession, I'd probably need to get those fixed. She so was not- better at untying the crabs than me, though, because I was like scared I was going to get bit while we were untying the ones that we did badly. So I'm like, you can, can you just untie them all? <laughs> but, yeah, I guess uh, you're not going to be a professional video game player at some point. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, that's funny you bring that up. <laughs> uh, no, no, no go there, Jen. That's a whole other can of worms. <laughs> Alright, we'll do that in the bonus footage. Oh, Alright, <laughs> so Team Yale uh gives Connor advice uh in this grub grab challenge that I was looking at. And and it seemed like Henry, anytime you asked Henry for advice, he'd just give it to you. He's just so sweet. Like and Evan yelled at him constantly, like, stop helping the other I would have told Evan to or Henry to to sh- stop talking at that point too. <laughs> He's just so nice of a dude. Like, <laughs> stop being so nice. <laughs> the last two legs in a race. Yeah. I learned that in Zimbabwe. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Team Indy, Connor delivers four at a time, which seemed to be a good um, method for him, especially because they didn't have to get all eight right uh, at once uh, to to know which ones they got wrong. So, if you know you got some wrong, you just replace those. So, it seemed like uh, easier than in seasons past, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, I mean, it ha- had to be, because they came to our detour, they left our detour, they traveled to the other one, and they were way ahead of us yeah. arriving at, uh, at the roadblock. So, um, clearly, there was a, a right and wrong detour in this challenge. Yeah. Uh, a little disappointed in that, but what are you going to do? Uh, it, it is the race, and that leads us to the roadblock. Not my favorite of roadblocks. Um, not 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 very 
uh, entertaining to watch, I guess. Uh, just beating stuff with bats. Could I, could I ask you a question? Um, could you have lifted the TVs and smashed them, or did you have to use the bat? Um, so this roadblock was actually the only time in the race that I was truly frustrated. And picking up, uh, talking about lifting them up, yes. I lifted them up and slammed them on the ground, and I got yelled at. So you were not allowed to do that. That was one of the times when Jen was going, Christy, read your clue. <laughs> I, I I was so frustrated. Some of these TVs were literally from like the 1950s or 60s. And <laughs> I, I, I swung the bat as hard as I possibly could. And it was just bouncing off the TVs. And so when you see frustration, it, it takes quite a lot to make me cry. <laughs> yeah. It's- like, I'm not going to cry on national television. But at that point, um, we knew we were in last. So we were hoping we were going to get to a roadblock where we could make up some time. We'd, we've kind of gotten a little bit used to being able to do that. Um, and I arrived there to see everybody else was gone. And I was up against Cody and here I need to smash these televisions. So um, that, that roadblock started off uh, with, you know, a lot of pressure and a lot of frustration. And when I saw what I needed to do, I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. Um, It seemed this was the first leg where you both kind of cracked a little bit and and you kind of got emotional, but, I understand that it's you're this, this close to the end and yeah. every little thing. Yeah. And we hadn't finished below third and this was the only time that really, I didn't hear that all year. So cool. I'm just going to keep going. I was, I was frustrated and the bat, I would swing it and it would just bounce right back off the TV and the reverberations that came up through my hands uh, were really, really painful. Um, and, uh, and and at one point I was just like, I actually don't know if I can physically do this. So I lifted the TVs and I started smashing them and I got yelled at. Um, All right, and- hold on, sorry. I just have to address something in the chat room. Do not ever compare me to Cody. Stop it. Stop it. I will destroy Cody at Amazing Race. This is my, <laughs> this is my game. This is my game. Sorry. He was great on this season, but I would destroy Cody. So back it up. Anyway, um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Probably. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, what they didn't show is that I actually broke three bats in half doing that. You know, what, what was about those piece of shit bats? So it's like everyone destroyed the bats. Like it's like they gave you like a stick. They were pieces of shit. We were swinging that hard. It was literally hitting a brick wall. I had a metal bat that I broke in half. Um, wow. It's just, uh, you know, 25 minutes of swinging a bat at something as hard as you possibly could. And, it was and- way longer than, than they made it appear on TV. And it, yeah, other everyone struggled with it. Everyone said it was awful. Connor hurt his shoulder pretty bad. Like it was just, it was not and, good. And also for the people that don't experience the race, remember you're about 19 or 20 days into very little sleep, very little food. You're just physically exhausted. You probably have all these cuts, bruises, sores, everything all over your body. So it's not like, oh, I'm just going to go outside and do this real quick. This is like, you've already been beaten down and worn down, and now you have to do that. Yeah, I mean, I wish I could say that that affected it, but we felt great. We did so pretty good. Y'all, y'all, I uh, and it was weird that everybody was wearing gas masks instead of like just protective like hockey masks. Well, it was over your eyes and it was fogged up and it was impossible. There wasn't enough light to see inside. So I was picking the TVs up and running over to the light to try to look into them to find the clue. Um, 
so yeah, for, for, it was the only time in the race that I ever felt like that as a female, I actually had a disadvantage. Um, so yeah, it's a, uh, uh, that was definitely a task that, uh, was made for someone like Cody who just gets in there and, and smashes stuff. Um, and I could, but whatever, it, moving on, uh, can, against Chris, Evan and Jess, <laughs> I would have been super happy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, Cody did three roadblocks and there are five roadblocks and Jess did three. So, so that was going into the final. So, oh yeah. Yeah, but we'll talk about that later as well, which is another thing that irks me. Uh, Christy didn't didn't seem to understand the point of the task um, when you were doing it, and that's one of the major, major um, errors in Amazing Race. You have to read the clue. Uh, How long did it take you to go back and reread the clue? Um, I mean, I had it right with me. Um, It it only was a minute. as as, As soon as I was like, can I get a check? Cause I, I thought that I just needed to destroy the TVs and crack all the screens. And then they would, um, they would, they would come and speak to me. Um, and as soon as I did that and I realized nobody was coming, I was like, Oh, hold on. Um, and I realized I needed to look inside each TV, but it, I don't think it cost us any time. Um, other than more, I had to break more TVs wide open to be able to find the, the, the clues anyways. All right, and then we go into, um, let's see, Route Info. After you guys completed this, you, you had to go and uh, down this street to find these three signs uh, that seem to be such a hard problem. Now, uh, from what I gathered online, I don't know if it was here or if it was later in America, I know that Jody fans are all over the world and that they were kind of helping Jody along along the race and trying to actually dissuade other teams or give false information to the other teams. Was that just in America or was that like... We we asked someone if we could use their phone because we we found two of the streets we were supposed to be on pretty easily and we found those first two clues or first two images really quickly. Um, And then looking for the third street, we asked someone if they could like look it up on their phone. And I'm like looking at his phone and he's pointing in like the complete opposite direction. So we're like, what, what, this doesn't make any sense. So we ignored him. Um, But he actually posted that video online after the fact, like bragging about the fact that he was trying to, mislead Christy and I like intentionally trying to sabotage our race. Oh god, yes. that just boils yeah. my blood. Yeah. Which which um no other team in the history of the race had to go through that. So no matter what you want to say, Jody fans, this is a fact. There is no opinions, there's no this is a fact. Jody had a little bit of an advantage because their fans were helping them. And you'll see that later in the race when we get to McCovey Cove where these people should not have been. And, and here's the thing. Stop. I don't I don't help I don't I don't fault them for helping Jody. Right. Like, That's it, not their fault as fans. It, it hurts that they, like but it's wrong that they were trying to hurt other teams to They're- help Jody. Jessica and Cody, and this isn't Jessica and Cody's. No, fault. it's not their fault. From this at the finale, and they their jaws hit the floor. Like they had no idea this kind of stuff was happening. And um, yeah, I mean their fan base is just pretty. They're pretty dedicated. We'll say that. I mean, I think Jessica and Cody. I didn't watch Big Brother. Don't plan on it. Um, but were pretty alienated and bullied in the house. And I think their fan base came to their defense in the house and they just continued doing that like after the show, after a race and probably well for the rest of their lives. 
they'll have their back. I don't know that, that we didn't watch. I don't know that they were alienated or bullied in the house. I feel like it was just kind of an us versus them kind of thing. I, we don't know. We don't know anything about it. Um, but yeah, they, they're, they're fans. You know, they, they also were able to announce they were going on the show before they left and nobody else did. And so I wonder if that didn't play a part in, in why their fan base was so excited and running around. And it wasn't just a subtle announcement. Like it was, no, it was everywhere. Yes, announced it. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so uh, uh, Jody fans, just so you know, I don't have as much a problem with Jody as I do you. You <laughs> blindly defend Jody. And literally you have zero credibility when you can't admit to anything that they do wrong. Literally anything. There's nothing that they've done wrong the whole race. All of the fans that are in the room, if you're a Jody fan, can you list one thing that Jody did wrong during the race? Just one. That's all I ask you to do. Just Don't one engage, thing. Justin. Move on. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I see all the stuff they're writing. I can go after them. You're kidding me? And and no, we didn't win the race, but we won seven legs. Seven. Seven. Um, after completing this roadblock. Oh, okay. So was there like all of them were red and yellow except the uh, like uh, Star- Washington, the, the Washington yeah. Square Park yeah. one? But was that circled in like a yellow and red tape or something? No, there was nothing yellow and red about it. We thought it was Arc de Triomphe. And like, this is it. It's like, it's it's 11.30 at night. So no one is sober. I mean, this was like the party scene. (laughs) Everyone was wasted. Thanks. Like, awesome. Thanks, buddy. And totally dismissing this guy. It's because I truly just thought he was drunk. And we had already been misled. Somebody's trying to give us wrong information about where to go. So my guard was up. I'm like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, France doesn't make any sense. Because we were saying leg one, Iceland. You know, like we were going through each leg and saying it, but we, it was a total fail. We didn't even realize it. We got to the mat. We're like, we never even saw anything for leg one. And our sound guy was like, uh, Washington Square Park. And we're like, oh no, that's terrible. <laughs> After you figured it out, right? Yeah. yeah. After we figured it out. I don't, I don't want the all the haters to say, I got help. <laughs> no. All right, so Team Yale is smart on the way. They start writing down the numbers of the season, of the places that they went. They take a little uh, a little knowledge involved because this is what they are. They're smart, and they use that to their advantage. They write them all out. Didn't seem to help them too much because everybody seemed – I mean, if you're on the race, you, you know, know the legs. Yeah, you yeah, know the legs. legs. It's not well, hard. We That's- did the same thing. We got Christie's notebook out, which had drawings from every single leg of the race. We did the same thing, but – yeah, they did. Well, we also went through the combinations and got up to about 289 before we even got out of the car. Yeah. And if we had two more minutes in the car, we would add the case open without even yeah. going. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Wow. Christy was on it. We just should have stuck with trying numbers, but. Wow. They didn't learn. <laughs> so Team Yale and Team Indy talk about what they have found. It really doesn't help too much. Team Indy and then Team Big Brother start working together. Um, super fans would know that, okay, when Connor's sitting there, oh, I don't know which signs is which. Super fans, you guys would know that they would never use a sign from a detour because only half of the people would know it and it's unfair to the other teams. So if the sign had something to do with a detour, it's not involved. I that, would that, think that might be true until the <laughs> Until the what? Until the magic yeah, last yeah, roadblock the other person wouldn't have seen it, not a detour. Yeah. The detour the whole yeah, yeah, my bad, right. Roadblocks. Right, right, right. 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 My bad. 
Um, the other thing too that I want to point out about indie is they were like using they were talking about like a restaurant or bar signs and this and that. If you're looking at this, you you know it's going to be something that production plays. So if it looks like it's a permanent like establishment, that's probably not the answer. No, but you'd be surprised. Like the way that they had integrated these signs, uh-huh. like the bowl was in a built, like it was on a wall, and that fez was incorporated into the like banner, like all the neon lights of this restaurant. Like they were very, very well hidden. Okay. And there were other things that were yellow and red. Like we found this chocolate place that had a sign that said like buy one get one free and it was yellow and red and then you're like well is this chocolate from belgium like it was pretty easy to find things and give it significance um even the bull we thought was maybe like a red bull sign because it was at like a 7-eleven type you know that's fair then what um how long did it take the the that task too long because we should have we found the first two signs like so fast and within probably seven minutes of being there, we found the first two signs and we should have probably just tried numbers then, but then we were trying to find that third number. Um, and then Christy and I got into it a little bit about how to open these darn locks. I was gonna Christy, was right. Christy was hundred percent right. 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 I'm, I'm so paranoid about everything that I was like, but if this is for some reason, a weird set of locks, like, why not just slow down a little bit and be thorough? And she could go so fast because she had both her hands. I can literally go tripping as fast as we can get over there. It was bad. But in the end, yes, we did it. We did it Christy's way and she was right. Half hour, hour? How long do you think total? Probably a half an hour. Okay, not too, not too shabby. All right, super fans would also know this. When you find the clue, don't stand right in front of it and open the damn case. They're standing in front of it, and they're opening the case. There's people surrounding them right in front of the, the, the sign. It's like, if you find the right clue, go around the corner, down the block, and then try it. Don't stand in front of it. And and, then, yes. and, yeah. and, and you see this comes into play later when uh, uh, one of the guys is trying to tell, I think, Team Indy, that this yeah. is where two teams opened the case and left. But because of the people giving misinformation to the other teams – they didn't believe it. So another way that the misinformation hurt the other teams and helped somebody else's teams. And you could say whatever you want in the chat room. It wasn't a random troll because if he only helped one team and didn't help the others, obviously favored the one team. Um, and that makes a lot more sense. If that's the, if that's the reason that uh, Connor was getting so frustrated, it makes 100% sense because when you're watching it as a viewer – yeah, I couldn't tell what was up. Like I was sitting there going, "Like, dude, why, not like, listen to why are you yelling at him?" Yeah. Like, that makes so much more sense now. I literally had to look it up. I I was on Google trying to figure out why he was so mad at this guy trying to help him. But that's when I found that there was people giving misinformation to the other contestants along the race. It wasn't just here. It was in a couple cities. So all you Jody fans, stop defending. Yeah. These are facts. That's not a freaking opinion. It's not Jody's fault. It's not no, no, no. fault. I'm not I, I 100% agree with you. It's I'm not, not Jody's, Jody's fault. fault. Yeah, they, they, they don't need to defend them because it's, it, it wasn't their fault. Yeah. Yes. It's, it has nothing to do with it. And, and, and to be honest, Jody doesn't even know why they blocked me. They blocked me because of a random fan told them something. So, ugh. anyway. All right. Uh, all right. Let me compose myself. 
All right, so Henry helps Team Indy again, and Evan yells at him again, which she should. Uh, Cody and Jen both came up with great ideas to try the different combinations. At least that's what it looked like on there once they found the two numbers. Uh, and it seemed uh, like the the person with uh, without the person using two thumbs figured it out for everybody, right? Yeah. As long as you're using two thumbs, you're probably able to scan through. I think Jessica uh, got the number right before Cody, but it was Cody's idea. So she she got it right there good for her um team yale almost gets hit by a train i love this that was the worst choice for a pit stop location we also didn't know we were going to a pit stop so it didn't say that's a head to the pit no, stop all, we opened the briefcase and it's just two road names that's all it said we're like i guess we're going to this intersection <laughs> yeah so at one point we were standing in the middle of the intersection oh, as well so I saw production lights and went, oh, it's Phil. <laughs> I was like, yeah. did I he skip over something? <laughs> I, I missed it too. I, I, they usually have such pretty pit stops, such amazing places to have these pit stops. I don't understand why they picked this location. I was going to ask you if there was something behind it that we missed that was beautiful because it's just like some random street with a, literally steps away from getting hit by a train. There is supposedly something about um, like John Denver planted a tree there or something, but Bertram seemed to think that was accidental, <laughs> but somebody found significance for this intersection. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'll just uh, let me read one of Jody fans. If they would have got hit, Jody could have won that leg. Wow. And that's that's, that's, that sums up Jody fans. All right. Team Yale is uh, the third team to ever overcome a speed bump and win a leg. A huge accomplishment considering there's over 300 teams to run the American version. That is a very big accomplishment. Uh, not just surviving a speed bump, but surviving and winning. So good on them. I think that the, their language and the ability to calm down and, and be calm under pressure really helped them on this leg. Uh, awkward moment when Team Big Brother shows up on the map right after and they're just sitting there like... Here's the thing, though. I, I'm going to defend them in this situation because I had a similar incident. So from what I've gathered, they're really good friends with Team Extreme, really good friends with IndyCar. I did that because, like, on my season, it was with the cheerleaders in Texas. So in Legend 9 for us, it was us or the Texas boys, like, coming in for fifth and sixth place. And when we got there in fifth place, Phil told us, and we are like, yay, thank you. And they actually, like, Phil was like, I'm going to need you to celebrate a little bit more about this. But it's hard, right? So it's hard when you've made those bonds and made those dimensions, and you know that one of them is leaving. So I did it. No, I, if that's the reason that you're, you're truly like sad because another team is leaving, that's cool. It, it didn't come off that way. It seemed more like, you know, we you turned them, we wanted them to go home, and it was against them. But maybe I think it's it was my bias. Because yeah. they knew, my bias. Like, if they're if they're there, if if Yale's beside them as first place, they know one of their friends are leaving. That's what I doubt. Yeah, I get yeah. it. A hundred percent. I agree with that. And I really do think that Jess's reaction was less so to the fact that Yale had won a leg and more so that she knew that either me and Christy or Connor and Alex or yeah, Connor and Alex were going home. And I, and this, I will I will say this. This is the first time all season that you actually saw uh, Jess be genuinely concerned with another team when she was asking you, uh, Christy, about her, if she was OK and if things were like that. And, and that's, I think, a side of her that she needs to show more for fans, for people who. who or the fans. edit needed to show more because, yeah. I mean, 
you know. Was she was she that nice to other teams that I missed? She was she was nice to the teams that she got along with. She was that nice to them. Um, so yeah, like we there's there was no reason ever for us to not like Jessica and Cody for what we saw of them running this race together. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, so uh, business premiere class for everyone. Nice. It must be nice. They started that the year uh, after us. <laughs> how long? How long was the trip? Oh gosh, um, you know we were really thankful for that business trip though because the last couple of legs were, were, were the only time that the travel was tough because we were overnight to Zimbabwe, we were overnight to Bahrain. We were overnight to Thailand. We were all day to Hong Kong, but we didn't get to bed till four in the morning. We left like 10 o'clock the next morning for the airport. So yeah, we barely uh, slept that night. Yeah. So we had an overnight the night before, barely slept, and then back on another overnight. So and was- for some reason, like they really compressed the end of our race. Like the beginning of the race was like really long pit stops and a ton of rest. And then the last like five legs, it felt like from Zimbabwe to the end, I think was in like nine days or something like that. It was, it was crazy. So the end of it was really taxing and that we needed that. sleep. <laughs> I said that with us too. Cause literally like when we left it, when we got eliminated and left India, by the time we got back to the States, like, we had like a 12 hour or 14 hours till the like finish line. So like they did a legend at like two leads essentially in like a day and a half. Um, can we go back to the very end of the last slide before we jump to business class? I want to say two things. Um, eliminated. Right, but one thing I want to talk about team at stream that I just absolutely love. And I think is why I think is why y'all are such a, a well-liked team is because when you get to the mat before Phil even did anything, you're like, hold on just one second. So like y'all hunted out, like y'all had a lot of emotions. Y'all are just, y'all still think as people, like y'all don't get so wrapped up in the game that y'all forget about everything else. I, I love that about y'all. Yeah. I mean, we didn't know, cause like we said, we didn't know we were going to a pit stop. We hadn't seen IndyCar for about 15 minutes once we finally solved the combination. So we didn't know if they had gotten out of there before us and had, had already checked in and like, we didn't know if this was going to be the end of the road for us. And now this is when you know that I'm a crier because I'm going to start crying. But like watching Christy do that roadblock and like that was the hardest leg for us. We didn't we didn't break down. Like we chose not to switch detours because switching detours in Thailand was the wrong choice. So we stuck it out, ended up not being the right choice. But, uh, you know, and then Christy had to like really tough through a roadblock that was causing her immense pain. And we just kept our heads down and, and figured it out. And I just needed her to know like that I was proud of her and I was proud of how we ran the race. And if it was going to end right here, like there's no regrets. Nothing, I, ro- nothing wrong with crying on the amazing race. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like I said, I feel like what defines a team is how they handle the bad legs. Like it's super easy when you're in the front of the path the whole time and you're just killing it. But like how you handle like your tough legs really define you. And I don't think y'all have any like anything to be ashamed of with this race because y'all ran it like the goddesses that y'all are, especially in late eleven. Thank you. <laughs> And uh, the toughest thing for me to watch was uh, Team Indy. After all of after such an amazing race, that the Phil went out on the course and eliminated them. Just give them a chance to finish. It was like they couldn't have been much longer. Let them finish. It was longer. Yeah, I think they were done. Oh. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, it's like they had two two numbers. They just they... I know. I don't know. Sorry. It was tough to see him go out that way. Uh, I think they ran a really a really good race. Uh, I think. Uh, they should. They, they should also be very proud of the of the race that they ran. What did they have? Four wins. Yeah, four victories, which is the most of any team. Yeah, I do count it. <laughs> is it the leg of the race? <laughs> if I could throw out one leg, I'd love to. Sure, throw out the no, first you leg. Still ran you still ran that as a team. <laughs> You're right, but it's the second time in the history of the Amazing Race. Uh, a roadblock. I mean, a fast forward was canceled because of weather. That sucked. You know, it did suck. I feel your pain. But hey, I mean, you throw you throw that out, and we have the highest average of any team in the history of the world running the race. <laughs> if, if you want, I would love that. So throw throw out your partner so swap. Drop our highest and our lowest, and we'll go from there. Oh, <laughs> and then we'll see you in all stars. Let's go. <laughs> All right, so my super fan move of the episode is going to go to Team Yale. Uh, I think uh, keeping that awesome cab driver seemed to make a huge difference. I don't know if uh, the other the other two teams kept your cab driver the whole time or ditched them. We did. We, did. we kept ours. I don't think the other two teams did. Well, Henry was kept, didn't he? Henry kept Henry. No, he's saying like I think you said Jody and yeah. oh. Jody did not keep. Gotcha. Their caps. But I, I think our cap was stuck. <laughs> Yeah. Help. So we kind of enforced uh, the fact that we had to wait for us. Yeah. I just left my bag in there. That pavilion where there's a huge taxi line and their, their cabs, you know, if you didn't speak enough, if you didn't speak Mandarin, um, they, they couldn't convince them to stay. They were like, no, 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 I'm just going to get in this taxi line and get a new fare. Why would I wait for you? Yeah. Um, All right. Now, at the end of this leg, how many teams check their bags? We left ours on the plane. Um, cause we were concerned if they, for whatever reason, got hung up in customs or something that it would be an issue, which I was fairly certain you could leave them, but we just left them on the plane. Yeah. Uh, people, TSA doesn't like when you do that, but it doesn't matter. You're allowed to, they just don't like it. Uh, <laughs> we learned that on our season. It was complicated getting them back after, but yeah. <laughs> We did get them back. Nice. Tyler <laughs> Corey did that, and they didn't get them back. Yep. <laughs> so, James Earl, uh, who is getting that seal clap? Well, I just referenced it, but that seal clap is going to Christy and Jen for all of that emotion and just, like, pureness of the mat, followed by them still being in it. Like, it just – it was by everything that episode, and I really needed it because um, it was a tough lead to watch. Thank you. <laughs> all right well let's, let's I, I, I don't want to watch the show but we get a clap the clap you did this <laughs> that's the seal clap <laughs> all right let's head back to the united states of america we're heading to san francisco uh, uh which is i love it i love that it's not la i love that it's a different place at least it's california but uh, san francisco's cool i think it's a great city um Cody, uh, he said he, he just wants to win, but Jessica said she just wants the money. So we'll move to that. So they want the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Team Yale is checking their bags, and we just learned that um, Christy and Jen left theirs on. And you got to fly in business premiere, which I'm, I'm assuming is first class, right? Because, I mean, you guys were just, like, sitting in these huge lounge-looking things. Yeah. Our bed went completely flat. So. Oh my god, that's amazing! Oh. Oh. Taiwan, though, so it wasn't it wasn't direct. We, we flew normal class to Taiwan, and then 
Yeah. Um, for the, but for the long, for the long stretch, you just laid it. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's right. Gotcha. All right. So uh, one thing, uh, the Say Hey Kid, a little upset that nobody knew who the Say Hey Kid was. But no, I mean, I'm not baseball, sorry. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> straight over. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I didn't, I didn't know what the Say Hey Kid was. Did they say that in the episode? Yeah. Yes. I was following this that part. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure it was in quotes, like they, like uh, the Amazing Race would do the "Say Hey Kid," so you know you're not looking for something called the "Say Hey Kid." You're looking for what the "Say Hey Kid" or who the "Say Hey Kid" was. Yeah. So for anybody who's going on the race in the future, again, anything in quotes is not what it seems. It's a nickname. Like on our season, it was the Cathedral of Polo. Like they do it every season. So take your notes. If it's in quotes. It means something else. <laughs> Um, it seemed pretty straightforward. You just kind of go, everybody in San Francisco would, would know who to say, Hey kid was, you really shouldn't have had to look it up if you live in San Francisco. Cause our driver didn't know who it was. We had to look it up. Most, oh. most cab drivers in America, unfortunately are foreign. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, so yeah, the, language barriers in the was. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that was pretty simple. Uh, let's get to the, the t- paddling task. Now, it seemed like you guys were the only ones to actually be smart enough to get the, the home run before you got in. On the, on the clue, you knew what you were going to go in looking for, and you guys were the only ones to do that. And this is what – this – to yeah. me, is the biggest mistake that the Amazing Race did and the biggest advantage that the other teams got to take over you guys because I think this would have literally separated the, the whole leg. 100%. Would if they would have had to get out of those kayaks and find that information. Because it took us probably, uh, maybe that's an exaggeration, 15 minutes to paddle from the pier out to the cove, yeah. maybe not quite that long, but it took a while. If they had to paddle oh, back. Round trip would have taken 25 anyways. Yeah. yeah, I hated that they could just yell out for the answer. I do. Yeah, I'm sure it was around midnight, 11-ish, and there was only a couple people out there, but I just don't understand why production didn't cut that off. It's the final leg of the Amazing Race. Nobody's supposed to see the, the final leg of the Amazing Race. Never yeah. mind be able to participate in it. Yeah. It's like, it really, that really irked me. That and was painful, because I, I, I realized paddling I like heard them saying like, I think there's only going to be like the numbers that we need. And I was like, nobody looked up the answer. I'm like, Christy, nobody knows the number they're looking for. And we were like thinking we're going to have this advantage from it. Yeah. Yeah. And how did, uh, how, how are they able to ask somebody, I guess, cause the cameramen weren't with them. Cause th- when you ask somebody directions, you're supposed yeah. to stay with them and you get the signing. Did they have to stay over there and get them to sign the papers? I mean, there was enough other production people over there. Maybe they found a way but that, it's not supposed to do it without the team. Like you have to wait as a team. You're supposed to wait for anybody you talk to. Here's yeah. the inside information for people looking for uh, uh, ways. Somebody on our season, the paparazzi were notorious for this. If you went and asked somebody for directions and uh, you had to wait with them while they signed the waiver, giving permission to use their likeness on TV. Now, paparazzi in our season always waited for somebody else to ask and then ran up to that person and got the directions and then ran off. Left. Oh God, it burned me so much. They didn't have to wait for the people to sign for it. So yes, they did that to us all the time. And I've never like, it's part of the reason I don't, I didn't like them so much in our season is they would come move off our information and then get another five minute jump on us. Cause we had to wait for the signature. Yeah. So all these little things are huge, especially in the final leg. 
So I just want to point these things out because uh, so you guys don't have to because I noticed these things and it, it just bothered me so much. Um, another thing we noticed is that Cody twists his ankle and seemed to just beast right through it. It seemed like he hurt it really bad. And he twisted his ankle in uh, in Lebo in Arl, in, like running around that stadium looking for the little ribbons on the bulls, mm-hmm. uh, and then he re-rolled it right then. And yeah, it didn't. It was bad. So he doesn't seem like the person to me that complains. So Ever. when he's like limping as hard as he is, you know that hurts. Yeah. I really appreciate that about him. He never makes complaints. He never makes excuses. He just buckles down and does it. Yeah. And if it wasn't for that, they. And let's remember this injury when we go to the roadblock because I want to point out like what he had to do with that rolled angle. Yep. <laughs> Yep, uh, the cove should have been blocked off. Um, <laughs> stupid question. Did they say anything about? I saw when teams smashed into each other. Was there any rules about smashing into each other or get interfering or flipping another kayak or anything Jesus. involved? No. Just asking for. Just asking. The only thing that was frustrating when we left there is we we were the first team to get the answer and we brought it over to the umpire. And it just said, you know, go back with your, when you're back with your crew, crew, open your, open your, you know, open your clue. And so we opened it from the kayak. We were back next to him and we opened it. It didn't say anything about how you get to the next anything. So we're just sitting there like. We were like, do we have to paddle back to the pier? And then we like reread our first clue. Like, does it say what you do after you get the thing? So we're starting to paddle back to the pier when we, Cody and Jess, hop in their boat. Somehow they knew, and we were apparently thinking too literally again or so. I don't know how we were supposed to. The crews just said, get in the boat. We were supposed to go from, like, when you're back with your crew. That that was meant for us to be like, when you're back in the Zodiac with your crew. Like, but in the boat with them. The boat, we were just sitting there, you know, we were just sitting there like buoys. For a yeah. while, and that's how they passed us on the way to the next, um, to the rest next uh, roadblock, which was a bit frustrating. Yeah, I bet. Um, Orange Mandarin, uh, yes, uh, I noticed that as well. They asked, uh, do you ever worry about dropping your clue? Because I noticed a lot of people had the clue like on their lap. And I, I just I figured at some point somebody was going to tip the kayaks because those things are hard to, to like maintain. Did anybody fall over at any point? No, but those two teams do not know how to paddle a boat. <laughs> that was the funniest thing to watch. What is happening? It was so funny watching Evan and Henry paddle that boat. And get <laughs> like the left, it was just kind of. Uh, so let's, let's get to this roadblock, all endurance, uh, which uh, you know I'm okay with roadblocks being endurance uh, related. Uh, obviously, the, it, it helps when uh, team when you have a team extreme with amazing leg muscles or a cyborg marine with uh, you know who doesn't feel pain. Like those things help. So I think this one hurt Team Yale a lot, and uh, I love the fact that when people do this in past seasons, they've oh, just like Cody, they've always used their arms to lift. And as you guys being skiers have an amazing legs following the directions, anytime you're using this machine, it's a leg machine. It's not an arm machine. You put your arms up and then you step with your legs. You don't like step with your legs and pull your arms up. Right. That's the big advantage. Uh, uh, for you guys. Uh, did you catch Cody? Cause I seemed like you guys were, he had such a lead and you caught him. 
Oh. I, no, I, I gained I gained on him significantly, yeah. but I, I couldn't catch him towards the top. I was I was tired as well because um, you know while while it is mostly legs, it's still a, it's still a couple hundred shoulder lifts, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my shoulder you know it wasn't my biceps or my triceps that were were getting fatigued. It was my shoulders. Um, I, I did I did make some time back up on them going into that. Uh, a lot of people are asking in the chat room. There was a rule change this year, correct? With the roadblocks, it wasn't that you had to do no no partner could do more than six. It was something about nobody could do more than five. We had a, a separate page of our rules that was printed out, explicitly noting the change in roadblocks. The rule was, and I overthought this rule because we were like, wait, maybe there's a different number of legs, there's fewer legs, or whatever. Because it said no team member may do more than five legs or five roadblocks by the eleventh leg of the race. That was the rule from day one. That was the rule. So it just dropped from six to five, right? So yeah, if it was that before, and roadblocks in Bahrain and Zimbabwe, legs without roadblocks, which was ridiculous. So I don't. It was weird. We liked roadblocks. Yeah, uh, obviously, when you have a balanced team, uh, roadblocks are where you could pull ahead. When your team is unbalanced, like Cody and Jessica, they, they, the lack of roadblocks helps. This is not an opinion. This is a fact. Don't start flaming. This is the way I, I know the Amazing Grace. This is my realm. I'm letting you know the information. I'm not giving an opinion. Uh, and why are they unbalanced? Because Cody was clearly 10 times the race that Jess was. And if you don't agree with that, then you're just lying to yourself. I didn't say Jess is useless, but Cody's 10 times the race that Jess was. And that's I agree with fact. that. But like, I, don't, I agree with you that Cody is, but I mean, Cody's just a beast. And I don't feel like yeah. you can compare Cody to Jessica. Like, I just don't feel like that's as far a as comparison. Yeah. But yeah. I think Jessica brings some things to the table that Cody doesn't. Absolutely. I mean, Cody is definitely good at what he's good at. And He's not good at what he's not good at, and Jessica helps with that. But of the of the teams remaining, they're definitely the most unbalanced. Um, Evan takes a while, falls behind. I like the little jump into the abyss. I love the little smoke that they had, the green lights. It looked great. Didn't really like affect, affect. Yeah, it was stupid for a racer to do, but visually yeah. it was fun to watch and it took forever for them to like get dressed and we're like standing there and it's you know <laughs> later and later and later <laughs> it was a nice chance to catch your breath is actually what it was yeah that's fair I up the bridge it was a nice chance to catch your breath yeah also can i point out i love night leads and i'm glad we got two night leads oh. to bad just like the finale you're yeah. right Incredible. I love, love watching night legs. Obviously, they don't do them because there's a lot less things that are open and available to do during the night. It's also a lot less safe in other countries to be doing stuff at night. As we saw when we were in India, things changed and like girls were getting harassed and things were happening that don't normally happen in the daytime. So that's one of the reasons they don't do a lot of legs at night. But I'm glad that they chose to do it here. Yeah. All right, we're heading to the fortune cookies. I like that it was like a pictogram. You had to f- kind of figure out. It wasn't that difficult. There was only one of them that was tough. Um, was that, that cookie was not a cookie. It was not. A- <laughs> oh no, it was a pancake. Yeah, <laughs> it looked like a pancake with little crumbles, though. Yeah. Uh, so you had to make a hundred and two fortune cookies. I love that they split it up and made each racer do fifty-one. Um, <sighs> Phil did say 102 perfect. And, yeah. Uh, Ours were perfect. I, you could clearly yeah, see that 
some teams were more perfect than others. I just wish that he wouldn't have used the word perfect if he wasn't going to judging going to use the word perfect. Um, one thing that happened here is Big Brother did not keep their taxi, and they seemed to fall behind as well. They didn't have a taxi. Well, there. So uh-huh. we, we got back to the dock in our in the Zodiac and we jumped off and we, we found out where we needed to go next. And we found out it was about a mile and a quarter away. Um, so uh, Jody uh, and, and us just started running. So we ran about a mile and a quarter to the um, fortune cookie factory. Um, but that's where Yale made up time again because they got a cab. It was one of those things like we just need to start running, and if we see a cab, maybe we'll jump okay. in it. But like, we just need to start running. I don't know how they found a cab so fast. I mean, it was you know it's eleven something at night in like kind of a not like the nighttime part of San Francisco. Like nobody's at the cove at that hour, so that was fortunate. Circuitous. Yeah, uh, it was. I like the task. I, I it was uh, one of those that while you're on adrenaline, people don't understand you're rushing on adrenaline, and to try to do something like that's kind of nimble with your fingers is so hard if you can't calm down. So being able to calm down and do something like me, I can't tie and untie knots, especially when I'm revved up. And you see, I get revved up pretty easily. So like anything that involved those knots, like tying those crabs, I probably would have been terrible at, whereas Diana would have beasted that challenge. Uh, so I give a lot of credit for teams and that, that, that go through these little monotonous tasks because they're definitely hard. All right. First part of this, I guess it was a rude info into a roadblock where you had to get to the USS Hornet, which I loved. I love that there was a huge ship. Loved you had to run around and get some endurance and uh how long did it take uh, it looked like an hour hour and a half to find all the pieces it was a time warp that's what tv says <laughs> well, but it felt like eternity it felt so long so before when we were leaving fortune cookies um we actually had to go to town hall or city hall um to get another clue and that's where we actually got the clue to the uss hornet and that was really cool they showed a clip of it really briefly but they had lit up city hall um in yellow and red it was a really really spectacular oh, site we ran um, about a mile and a half there as well yeah, we ran a little far we had dropped us off of the wrong side of city hall so we had to run our seven. poor cameramen and sound men they were like when we were running in san francisco the, the cookie factories like just straight uphill and christy and i are like where are guys? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, for people who don't know you, it, it, there is no question that this is the best camera and sound crew in the business. They are doing everything the racers are doing with 60 pounds of gear on their shoulders, on their backs. The sound guys got battery packs, yeah. just like huge battery packs for the cameras. Ca- oh, my God. These I mean, guys it's so are monsters. Like when you're starting the race, they put all this stuff on you so you can yeah. be like, this is what they're carrying, so I'd be kind to them. <laughs> they always had way more weight. Even when we had our like fully loaded packs on, they were carrying twice as much weight as us at any point in time. It was insane. So I, I also looked at the ship and thought that the cameramen were going to be slamming their heads and running into things. I, mean, oh, I don't know how they managed not to hit the camera off something. They also ran into stuff. Like it was that ship was insane. It was. <laughs> unbelievably insane so confusing like hard to remember where you'd been and hadn't been and like trying to find all the entrances into the parts of the ship and like know which ones you're supposed to go into christy and i spent about 15 minutes wandering around a part of the ship that apparently 
wasn't supposed to be open to us, but we just walked through an open door and like nobody wanted to. They said if if the doors are open and the lights are on, then you're allowed to go into that area. And so at one point we couldn't find how to get below deck or, uh, you know, below the deck that we had searched. And so I had thought, okay, they said there were no parts on the flight deck, but they didn't say that there weren't, there weren't parts above the flight deck. So maybe we need to get to the flight deck to access like the bridge. And so we thought, oh, this is it. This is like, this is brilliant. This is Jesus. (laughs) And the door was open. So we walked right in and literally uh, we were up there for a long, they they even showed it on the race that we were up in the bridge. Um, We were not supposed to be there. (laughs) And we we wasted a lot of time searching that part of the boat until someone came and was like, "Um, there are no parts on this floor. And we're like, okay. Go down a level. There's no parts on this floor. And you'd go down a level. I'm like, can you just tell us there's nothing above the flight deck so we can get out of here? Like, why are you wasting our time? All right, let's get to it. Uh, I don't think uh, Team Yale's strategy of of putting all the stuff inside and grouping it in there and then trying to bring it out was a great strategy. Uh, I'd seem to kind of work against them. So let's get to the roadblock. After you find all these 12 pieces, only six of them that you needed to use and put them in the right spots. I have to admit, I don't understand why it took people so long there is literally 64 combinations that you could choose from and if you just for me in my head if evan wasn't uh, henry wasn't going to just sit there and be like all right i'm just going to go through this look through it break it down and there's only 64 possible combos let me use a couple of my knowledge to make it less combinations than know that what certain things go in certain places but there was also something about logical going on here. Um, some of the pieces uh, that you were used were clearly like left and right wings, and you didn't have to use left and right wings. You just had to use the right pictures or the right parts. Uh, to me, I don't think this was a memory challenge, a final memory task. It seemed more like a puzzle because... Uh, which I would have loved. Yeah, <laughs> which is why we never wanted James Earl in the finals. <laughs> which which would have was like made for that challenge. I was thrilled. Like when we saw what it was and, you know, we were the first one to start our puzzle. We lost a bit of our lead because we wasted some time looking parts of the boat we shouldn't have been in. Um, and so Jess started like right behind me. But like when I started, I was talking to myself like, all right, Jenny. I call myself Jenny, my inner voice. I call my, I don't know why. Um, so I'm like talking to myself, like, this is your time. This is your moment. Like we're going to win a million dollars. And the first thing I like, when I started putting things on, I realized that the side wings had dimension to them. So I did what, you know, from everything else we had experienced on the race, like you're, you demanded perfection and attention to detail. So I ran over to another plane that was on the flight deck and I'm like, okay, like the thick edge goes forward. And I'm thinking, okay, this helps me narrow it down because I've got two on the left and two on the right. And then I started looking at the images and piecing it together. Um, and that's and where she I... Got, she got one part from having it right on the first try. <sighs> and then she took it all off because she's like, I can't put a wing on backwards. Yeah, I was like, they're not going to clear me for takeoff with the backwards. on the left don't work, so this doesn't work. Overthinking. The, the picture. No, not overthinking. Justin. I would have I thought the same thing. I would have thought no. I can't put a left wing backwards on the right side. literally said, properly assemble your plane. Yeah. So I was rereading the clues. How can you put a wing on backwards? Yeah. I agree. I agree with y'all. That is, I call shenanigans on that. 
And yeah. I don't know. I mean, everyone I've, I've nerded out and like screenshotted. Everybody had the same parts, Henry and Jessica, for whatever reason, I talked to them both about it. it they didn't think about the orientation of the wings. So that's the dimension of the wing. My brain thought about it and it made the problem insolvable to me. Um, and the photos were, the images were just ambiguous enough that you could almost convince yourself that like, maybe you had interpreted something wrong, um, which I think is why I got even more stuck. But I appreciate the edit made it look close, but I was there for more than an hour after Jessica and Henry solved the puzzle. It was 3.30 in the morning by the time I was done. Like they're trying to take the lights down around me and production's like, nope, we're not done here. <laughs> I mean, it was the lonely. The frustration you heard in Jen's voice was hours, like an hour after the others finished. She had never given up on herself while she was fighting against the other competitors. She just you could put a wing on backwards, you know? <laughs> If you go back and watch it, you can see that every time she has those moments, it's just a shot of her. There's nobody right. else in the shot. So it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a Franken edit. Why make it a functional, uh, a functional device if it's only the puzzle that matters? You know, it could have just been like finding out the combination of images and, 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 and solve this puzzle. But it, it was a plane that was meant to be cleared for takeoff. And that plane was going to crash. That yeah. plane leaving the deck and that's 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 a little frustrating yeah. <laughs> hey jen quick question was there just 12 distinct p uh pictures or were there like fake pictures in there for leds that you didn't have i couldn't no, quite tell there were i'm trying to think how many distinct ones there there weren't quite 24 um there was so there was repeats i definitely saw was, repeats there was repeats for the fish in morocco and the helmet in iceland and then I think everything else was standalone. And then the only image that represented St. Tropez was the little keels, I would have called the little thing on the back of the sailboat that mm -hmm. helped it here. Um, that was the only image for St. Tropez. So I started there and then I was like, okay, and then there's a knight. That's the only image for Les Beaux. And then you could like deduct down, but then I would always get to those wings and be like, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, start over. Take everything off. Lay it all down on the ground. Look at it again. Like, what are you not seeing? And I mean, I said it. I'm like, what am I not seeing? And what I wasn't seeing was that I was supposed to ignore the orientation. Of the so you were about an hour behind. How far was actually Henry behind Jess? Do you know? He was probably like 10 minutes behind. He had, I think, one more check that he got wrong after Jessica got her plane uh, cleared for takeoff. And we found out that he didn't know anything about having all of the pieces until watching. That's it. literally what I was about to ask. That is brutal. Though I, you know, I, I wonder. I wonder if he did. I'm, I'm not. I'm not so sure about that. But did, uh, hopefully, like you would think, production would have given him a heads up. Like, hey, by the way, like you had it. Just so you know, it's going to be on TV that you had it. Just so you don't get that shock. Right? You guys, so this is also me nerding out. I was looking at the images that they showed that I had on my plane, like the two times when they showed, oh, you have these eight right and these four wrong. They were impossible combinations with the parts that I have. I've drawn out every single plane <laughs> must have, okay? Like, I'm a little neurotic. No, no, Jen, Jen has gone into the rabbit hole over this final task. Yeah, I'm into the rabbit hole. It, it, was, it was tough to swallow. <clears throat>
Oh, that's so funny. I love I love it though. I love people that are that vested, that are that like into the race, that love the race like we do. I mean, the reason we do this show, I make thirty dollars a month. It's I don't do it for money. <laughs> like I we yeah. do this because we love it. We love the race. Like and I love that you guys love the race so much. And I think that may be some of my bias with, with Jess and Cody, because they don't love the race. They just did it because they wanted money. Like they wanted to be on the race. Like they just wanted to continue their fame. And I think that kind of started it. It had nothing to do with Big Brother because I actually was on their side. I couldn't stand Josh. I could not stand him. I wanted I wanted Cody to actually use his strategy to help get people out in the house. Yeah. Um on the race made me like Cody ten times more, made me like Jess ten times less on the race, not anything to do with Big Brother. And I'm allowed to have an opinion. In all fairness, too, like your race persona isn't necessarily your person persona, right. if that makes sense. And I'm going to use Justin as an example. Justin, you know how I feel about race, Justin. Oh, that's, that's true. <laughs> Listen. I, I like Justin a lot more having watched Racers Recap and yeah. seen like Everybody does. Real Justin versus Amazing Race edited Justin. <laughs> here's the definitive. Here's the definitive moment for our Amazing Race. The whole cast watched uh, was live, and if you watch the reaction when Kelsey and Joey come over that mountain, they are just going bananas because they can't stand me. Right? Then they go back and watch the Amazing Race when it airs. Literally every single team except paparazzi reached out to us and apologized and said, I, we swear we didn't know that. Like I never lied to anybody on the race. I never backstabbed anybody on the race. I was, I was like, our team was very, we could have U-turned anybody and got anybody out at any time. The only time we used the U-turn was to help our one Alliance who was backstabbing us the whole time, which we didn't know. And then, <laughs> Me? It's the paparazzi. Oh. We you turned the paparazzi to help the reporters. Oh, okay. Like, and, you know, it's like, come on, you guys, I loved you guys. I just didn't want you in the finals because I honestly thought that you were the only one smart enough to beat me in a memory task. Ooh. I would. I would beat him. I promise you. Like, puzzles I, I, I and memories it. are a jam. They are my absolute jam. I'll admit it. Um, so, all right, let's get to it. Um, let's see. There was only six pieces. Henry looks like he overthinked it. He had it correct and didn't ask to check. I don't know why he didn't just ask. Um, I'm sure he doesn't know why at this point, uh, which was like, move a piece, get a check, move a piece, get a check. And, and, uh, that definitely paid off. I'll give her that. Her her strategy seemed to work out the best for us. It it wasn't about, Hey, I have to figure out the the task. I have to figure out the clues. It's like, you know what? Let me just switch a piece and ask. I don't think I even would have ever thought to do it the way that Jessica did. And like, maybe for that reason, I don't deserve a million dollars because it was the same thing. Like the roadblock in Prague. I never, people are like, why didn't you work with someone? I'm like, I don't know. Never even thought I'm solving a problem. Like, here's the puzzle. I got to do it. Like, let's go. Hold on. I just saw in the chat room, Diana, I hated race Justin too. Really? (laughs) Where is Diana? I missed the start of this chat. (laughs) Diana's in the chat today. Um, I will say that that was as much crap as you've given just all season. As much crap as the internet has given just all season. The, this whole thing less, like, laid on her shoulders at the end, and yep. she pulled through. Absolutely. 
Congratulations, Team Big Brother. I said it online, just like I will. I will always give credit where credit is due, but I will not give credit just because you're a fan of someone. Hey. And that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) She she just kind of went out and partied with her friends last night and not feeling so well today. (laughs) Um, So uh, let's get to it. Uh, Seal clap moment. I think you're going to hate it for me, but I'm clapping for Jessica because, like I said, she's gotten so much shit all season for saying, like, ah, she's the weak one. She's the worthless one. And she pulled it out when she needed to, and it got them a million dollars. So I'm giving it to Jessica. Go, Jessica. I'm not going to give her my Super Fan Award, but, I mean, she didn't deserve it. No. Uh, Super Fan Award is going to uh, go to Jessica. Good on her for trying her. Um, no, I can't even say it right. I can't say it. I can't even do it. I can't explain. I mean, Justin, she had a she had a good strategy, <laughs> right? But it she wasn't like a super like, fan move. It wasn't like a move that a super fan would do. Like uh, that's normally what the super fan move is: is somebody who paid attention, somebody who knows what's going on, and somebody who made like that little change that super fans would know. Um, but. Instead of a super fan award, I want to give my ultimate super fan award, which uh, I have. See this thing behind me? I have another one. And uh, I think Team Extreme is going to have to fight it out. So if you guys want this, I would love to give this to you um, as the uh, super fans of the season. This is the ultimate super fan award. You have another one of these. So you two could fight it out. And I'm sure I'll see you guys at an event or somewhere to give it to you um i really appreciate you guys watching you guys you ran with like grace and and, and you're, you're literally uh, before you can go before literally are the examples of what racers should be like i strive to be more like you guys when i race next time um so thank you for for doing that and for helping um make the, this season a great one. I mean, uh, it, it was great. I was not happy with the ending. It hurt my soul. Uh, I'm not going to lie, um, but I, I really appreciate you too. Thank you. I have, to, I have to say one thing. I have to go to work soon, but I want to say one thing beforehand. As much as I want a team at Stream to win, the silver lining is now I get to watch them again on the Nets All-Stars are Unfinished Business. <laughs> so I wanted y'all to win, but if y'all won, y'all wouldn't be on the Nets season, and now I get to watch y'all all again. And, and speaking of which, next week we're having a super huge crossover event with the reality TV Warriors. Logan, Michael, Michelle will be joining us and we are going to all cast our all-stars. Who should be on the next all-star season? We're going to do it. I'm going to come up with my 12. Jess, uh, Diana's going to do her. If, if Corey and James can make it, not sure if they can. I would love them to have their 12. And uh, to be honest... The reality TV warriors are bigger fans of the Amazing Race than I am. They know they know more about the Amazing Race than I do. I'll admit that now. Uh, I, I really appreciate them because they've been doing this for a lot longer than I have, and uh, their knowledge of the race—not just American—they know every version across the world. And I, I have a tremendous amount of respect for them. And I hope you guys will give them a chance next week and uh, go back and listen to their recaps and watch their their stuff because they're they're true true super fans and have been for years. And there he is. Amazing. Um, and Jen and Christy, I have to leave, but it was an absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure to, to meet y'all. Yeah, yeah. can't wait to meet oh, you. I, I need to see this puppy first. Apparently. Yes. Where's this puppy? Fourteen seasons they've been doing this. Oh my gosh! Before. So much cuteness everywhere. 
Talk, Chrissy. Oh, there you oh! go. I'm going to steal that puppy from you. Oh, oh she's the best. What kind of dog is that? What kind of dog is that? Um, she's actually a King Charles Spaniel mixed with a standard poodle. Oh, okay. that's so, so it's cute. Like Cavapoo, but she's about 40 pounds. Well, I want to appreciate. I want to say thank you to all of the fans and all of the Jody fans who actually gave us a chance and just didn't come in here and hating. I appreciate you for giving us a shot. Um, yeah, I only blocked three people. And she only blocked three people in the <laughs> chat room today, so I appreciate you for not going too crazy in there. Congratulations to Jess and Cody. You've won season 30 of The Amazing Race. Uh, you are in a very small group of uh, people um, that have ran this race, so good on you. Um, can't wait to race against you guys in All-Stars and can't wait to actually meet you guys in person. I hate I don't even want to say goodbye. We are going to be doing Survivor. Uh, just so you no. guys know, we're going to be covering Survivor. I'm going to be covering Survivor. <laughs> Let me know. Tweet at me or write in the comments who you would like to see. What ex-Survivor would you like me see uh, to see us recap the, the seasons with? I know a bunch of them. I can get them on. So from all of us here at the Races Recap, thank each and every one of you. Thumbs up, like, subscribe. We love you. Hope Bye. to see you next week. Uh, thanks for a great season, Team Extreme. Wow, you made it all the way through the podcast. If you want to continue to support the Races Recap, please check us out at racesrecap.com.